Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. I want to talk today about how we can show some more grace toward one another by being more conscious of humanity and taking a more loving approach one that is more spiritually, divinely based. As we do our best to see others through the eyes of love, a more spiritual and pure love, we end up feeling more free and centered ourselves as we walk through our world, and we bring a blessing to humanity that can help uplift it in the long run. It gets so easy to accuse one another of words and actions that seem unkind or ignorant. We find ourselves feeling touchy and indignant when someone doesn't treat us exactly as nicely or sensitively as we might have hoped. We may feel that one's words are hurtful toward us or toward another because they've not said what we needed to hear in that moment. We end up taking it personally or feeling a sort of righteous indignation that puts that person in the box of villain and ourselves in what is also a very uncomfortable and unloving box of victim. These reactions can be rash and unnecessary if we begin to show some more grace toward one another. In more basic words, we can do our best to give one another the benefit of the doubt and to remember also how we may have also been in situations where we might have erred in judgment, what someone needed to hear or feel in that moment. That one may have been coming to us for a hug and we felt the right thing was to offer advice. The individual may have been wanting someone to be strong for them and that one instead chose to commiserate, thinking that perhaps misery was the best company for that individual. We may feel that lack of communication from someone is some slight toward us, when it may be that that one is dealing with his own issues at the time. They're sharp-tongued, and that may have more to do with them not feeling their best or having a lot on their minds at that moment. So before we rush off to judgment, maybe we can pause lovingly and think the best of that person. And that means seeing that in spite of their humanity, what appears as their flaws and ignorance as well as their sweet beauty and character— that they are a child of God, an intentional expression of the divine. So they're truly lovable and worthy and much more than we may see in that one moment of our interaction with them. We should be less quick to characterize one by a moment and more willing to see who they really are, what their motives are in truth, and to let go of any self-righteousness that would almost relish seeing the flaws in others so we can feel better about ourselves. Poet Alexander Pope said, to err is human, to forgive divine. Certainly that reminds us of God's divine forgiveness of our human errors. We can turn to and count on him. But it also means that in our own forgiveness of human errors, recognizing that humans do err, we are utilizing that love that is divine. And that's powerful because it is a divine activity, we don't generate this forgiveness, but yield to God's love. We let that love be in us and flow out of us toward one another. This is ultimately freeing for us, and it can't help but bless another. Human errors are unavoidable, but they also cause each one of us to grow. One's mistaken words or actions 
through insight and correction can help us be better, be more aware of our divine identity. And it can uplift the human to a more healing place, to a greater recognition of our true spiritual selfhood and the spiritual selfhood of one another as well. There might be times when we may be able to help someone change their ways and behave better. If we see that that one's motives are good, but their actions may not be right, we can, as we would a child, and I don't mean in a patronizing way, of course, we can instruct with kindness and love at God's direction. We can instruct that one out of his ignorance. Instead of judging and berating or stomping off indignantly, it may behoove us to let that one know in the right way and time that they may have handled something differently, better. Or maybe even better, just to give them the benefit of the doubt for a moment and think less of our own reactions and more of what that other person may be dealing with, what may have caused that imperfect behavior. Maybe we can begin to help one another by seeing that we're all children of the same Father, Mother, God, and that every day we're doing our best to see that fact, to understand it and live it, even if we don't even think of it quite that way. We want to be our best, to do our best, to feel happy and safe and free. We're all dealing with certain fears. We all humanly know a lot of things and are ignorant about other things. We're all children figuring it out on the big playground of life. Blessedly, we're not alone in doing it. We have God. And as we let him, as we let love guide us, we can do the right thing for one another and get better at doing the right thing ourselves as well. In an article called Taking Offense in Mary Baker Eddy's book, Miscellaneous Writings, she has this to say, which I find helpful. We should remember that the world is wide, that there are a thousand million different human wills, opinions, ambitions, tastes, and loves, that each person has a different history, constitution, culture, character from all the rest, that human life is the work, the play, the ceaseless action and reaction upon each other of these different atoms. Then we should go forth into life with the smallest expectations, but with the largest patience, with a keen relish for and appreciation of everything beautiful, great, and good, but with a temper so genial that the friction of the world shall not wear upon our sensibilities, with an equanimity so settled that no passing breath nor accidental disturbance shall agitate or ruffle it, with a charity broad enough to cover the whole world's evil and sweet enough to neutralize what is bitter in it, determined not to be offended when no wrong is meant, nor even when it is, unless the offense be against God. Again, that's from Miscellaneous Writings by Mary Baker Eddy. It's on page 223 and 224. Well, thanks so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments or want to talk more, don't hesitate to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.